Yes. Damn, yeah. we're all like really depressed. <laughs> <Jay's> like, <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Christmas is gonna help. Okay. That's right. Yes. That's right. I will. I'm really it always helps. To it. it always does. Santa's on his way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so a little, we, we forgot to do this last time. Housekeeping. I'll come back later. <laughs> so on <laughs> Friday the 11th, um, I released that song that y'all heard in the last episode. Yeah. Um, the yellow out was successful. I kind of was like, no one's going to do this. And a lot of y'all did it and it meant the world. Yes. So thank you for participating. It was super fun to see all day long. Yeah all the wings and all the yellow squares. Um, so yeah, keep listening to the song and share it. Um, and then of course, as always, leave us an iTunes review <laughs> so we can shout you out. We want to talk about you. Yes. And we want you to talk about us. Exactly. More importantly. <laughs> <laughs> and then my only fact check was, um, so last episode and this episode as well um, deals with a lot of racial stuff. And I was talking about I think we were talking about how Max um, big whoopsie goes from very like kind of implicit to very explicit racism. And um, he was like, I didn't mean it or whatever. And I said something about intentions versus effect, but technically it's intentions versus impact. That's what I've been reading about. It's like, like, it doesn't matter if you intended something like the impact is more important when you're talking about that stuff. So, which I thought was something we all learned when we were little, like how you have to say sorry, even though you didn't do anything wrong. Right. I know. Why are well, we still talking you, about this as adults? Just say sorry. I know. <laughs> well, you and I, with the mothers that we have, you know, we just woke <laughs> up saying sorry. <laughs> That's true. I was saying sorry before I was born. Yes. I came out apologizing. I, <laughs> I came out We sound like, uh, like husbands or something. <laughs> <laughs> Very downtrodden today. <laughs> yes. Okay. But with no further ado, we've got a great buddy to intro. Y'all welcome Jay Armstrong Johnson. <laughs> Pictures forever, y'all. Oh my gosh, yes. is that Taylor Kitsch who just hopped on? Oh, wow. <laughs> I wish. I'm getting some interference. <laughs> We're getting some interference. <laughs> so, Jay, we always play um, Buddy by Willie Nelson to introduce our new buddies. And I had to, you know, kind of clip your extensive resume down to the highlights. So I'm going to get through this as quickly as possible <laughs> while I play the music. But I also want to say that... Um, our connection. Jay and I did theater together at Kids Who Care. Shout out. Carly also was a Kids Who Carian um, back in the day. <laughs> we care yes, that's so the much. Real term. We cared. We care so we much. Kids. We are still Kids Who Care. Yeah, I truly am. Kid at heart. Who cares? <laughs> we still care. And we'll still get. I can still yeah. hear that. I won't grow up song. Oh, yeah. And I, we also um, just put out our Christmas snow globes and we always say it's like I'm in a snow globe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Those monologues. So here we go. Jay recently starred on Broadway as Raul in The Phantom of the Opera and is also known to audiences worldwide as genius hacker Will Olson on ABC's Quantico. He appeared opposite Priyanka, Nick Jonas's wife, for all those Jonas Brothers fans, in all three seasons of the show and 
quickly became a fan favorite. Um, award-winning revival yes. of Hair. He um, <laughs> That's where he uh, debuted and he understudied the leading role. She's nailing it. His other Broadway credits include the original cast of Catch Me If You Can, Hands on a Hard Body, and the celebrated revival of On the Town. He also appeared at Carnegie Hall, Lincoln Center, Radio oh. Music City Hall, New York City Center, the Kennedy Center, and the Hollywood Bowl. And at Lincoln Center, he starred opposite, you know, the very, you know, small known um, Emma Thompson and Audrey McDonald and Sweeney Todd. And he is also the recipient of a Drama Desk Award. Give it up for Jay. You reminded me that theater is a thing that exists. What a twist. I know. Right. I I was reading all those places and I was like, oh, my God, I hope they all survive. Um, What a delightful uh, twist. though. I know. Right. Um, I actually just had um, a friend of mine who happens to be the artistic director at a theater. Um, that's an outdoor theater, actually. He called me this morning and was like, just so you know, we're planning to do a season. We're going to push it back a bit and we want you to come. And so like, I kind of got an unofficial offer for a theatrical project in 2021. So, it was, Yay. so I started Praise I started my day my off a bit on a positive note when it comes to theater. So. That's amazing. <laughs> we love it. We'll keep our fingers crossed that, you know, the, yes. the health of our nation continues to move in a positive <laughs> manner. <laughs> man, man. <laughs> yes, um, let's all hope for that. Yeah, I know. I, I just have I have hope right now, which is kind of scary to have in this year. But things are going to turn around. Yeah, well, I agree, it's, and I'm really looking happening. forward to turning this page. Yeah, on this yes. year, I really don't yeah. care if January first is just as shitty. I just want it to not be 2020 anymore. No, and we said that <laughs> exactly. about 2019 too. <laughs> like, I know, know. Like, it's been bad for we a while, that guys. Every... It's just getting yeah. worse. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I know that like meme of Ross doing the like this thing, which is like his version of, you know, the finger to every year. It's like, I'm doing this to 2018. I'm doing this to 2019. It's like, when are we going to like actually like a year? When was the last time y'all had like a straight up just really good year? When Obama was president? Mm. (laughs) I was going to say like 2015. 2015 and 2017 were like good years. I feel like. Yeah, I would say like early college. Yeah. Mm. Which would be like, mm. yeah, 2016, 2017. Yeah. Did a... we graduate? No, 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 no. We graduated high school in 2012. <laughs> Where are you oh, now? Oh, the babes. <laughs> Me too. Oh, the babes. By the way. Yes. I also <laughs> like graduated same. high school in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a liar. <laughs> I'm a liar. I'm lying right now. <laughs> um, so uh, what else have we got before we dig um, into this meaty little episode? I know. Honestly, I don't have much. I think we should just get going. Wait, it looks like we have a couple fact checks. Nope, this is from last week. No. I have one fact check, though. (laughs) Oh, go for it. Um, I did have more than one person reach out to me saying that they did not live in the South and had powder puff growing up. Oh, good to know. Yeah. I know, Jay, we we often talk about, like, Texas things. What are specifically Texas? And then we're like, I re-listen. I'm like, this happens everywhere. (laughs) We just kind of assume that it's only... (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that what Texans do, though? We're just like, it's only Texans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, so right. that in and of itself is Texas. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, Jay, let's talk about your you know, relationship with Texas and with Friday Night Lights. Yeah. What's, what's the deal? Wow. It's been so long since I've actually revisited Friday Night Lights. But I also I just remember watching Texas things on television and even in theater and just being like, they got that wrong. But <laughs> Friday Night Lights was the first like texas-esque show in media um and on film that i actually just like yep 
every single thing is correct. Yep, that, that character. Yes, that circumstance. Yes, that school. <laughs> yes, that cow field. Like, like all of it, <laughs> was, it resonated so deeply while I watched it. I mean, it really was like my f- favorite thing. But it's been about... I don't know, five years since I've seen it. So it's not fresh Ooh. on my mind, even in the least. So I kind of love that. Though. I do too. You had to revisit it. Right? I hadn't, till we started this, I hadn't watched it since college probably, but I totally yeah. agree. It was definitely like the first piece of media I saw that I felt like, oh, that's very like Texas that I could say to somebody else. Have you seen Friday Night Lights? That's kind of how Texas is. Right. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I was that yes, we love. kid that played football in the seventh grade. I mean, <laughs> it's laughable, but I was there. It happened. <laughs> laughable. It did. I mean, we. I mean, we were even girls and we played football. It's this just like true. even in Texas, every just everyone plays. God I actually loves went to the TCU football. game last night. Oh, I Go saw Frogs. you on TV actually. Wait, you yeah, did? I think for like a second. I was okay, looking good, for you. We because obviously, like, no one's there. You know, yeah. it's it's very limited capacity. So we're, like, looking at the Jumbo Tron, we're like, why aren't we on this yet? Like, there's <laughs> no one. There's, like, 25 people here. <laughs> All right. Well, Carly, why don't you read the IMDb synopsis of this I'd episode? I'd love to. Okay. Black Eyes and Broken Hearts. You know, I love this name. It's very, um, like, I don't know. Uh, Black Free album title. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Julie is confronted by her parents regarding her growing relationship with Tyra. Matt tries his hardest to get back into Julie's good graces. Meanwhile, the postseason is in jeopardy as Coach Taylor remains divided over firing his offensive coordinator or standing by his friend, which is the key to one quarter of the team taking a stand by sitting out of the game. (laughs) That ran on there at the end. Jay, these IMDb synopses are always a little rough. I did check, and this one was also written by Movie Dude 1. <laughs> we love Movie Dude 1. He Come wrote on last week's as well. <laughs> I want to know Movie Dude 1's real name. <laughs> His know, name right? is Movie Dude 1. <laughs> it's, it's first name movie, last name dude. <laughs> oh, y'all, I miss movies. <laughs> you miss movies? You still kind of have those. Well, but yeah, but I, I miss the movie theater. Oh, okay. Really? I, I do miss yeah. buttered popcorn <laughs> There's still well. those out there. Yeah. Ooh. Even just the smell, just like the atmosphere. Mm, right. I do. I do miss theaters, movie theaters. That's a, some of them are open. Theaters. Some of them are open now. But how but many are yeah. closed? You know, I, know, I, mean? I don't think I would feel comfortable sitting in there breathing with everybody for like Mm-mm. an hour. Yeah. I know we did a drive-in theater um, during quarantine, which was nice. Oh, that's nice. cute. Probably the best way to do it. Yeah. Wait, what's just to loosen up? What's everybody's like <laughs> one kind of cool fun thing you've done in since this pandemic oh that brought you Silence. that sparked joy yeah just dead crickets. Yeah. i mean uh, to like talk about film i actually produced my first film um that's awesome yes yeah i usually do a halloween concert every year called um i put a spell on you or i get dressed up in drag as winifred sanderson um, from Hocus Pocus. i would like an invite to that thank you <laughs> you're like um where was i (laughs) but um this year we couldn't do it because you know hashtag covid um so we kind of innovated and turned um our energies to tv film which was being allowed in new york um in phase four of reopening and so me and my associate producers all took like covid officer training courses and kind of armed ourselves with as much information about how to keep our cast and crew healthy and we 
turned our live cabaret show into a virtual visual album and shot like 13 music videos. And that we, is so awesome. It was so much fun. It was the most stressed I've ever been. And also the most like artistically fulfilled I'd ever been at the same time. And usually go hand in hand. Right? Exactly. Wow, I was just going to say I baked bread. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is way better. I'm not going anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> the, the best part was that Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS came on board as our presenter and our benefactor. That's awesome. And we raised um, almost a quarter of a million dollars for Broadway Cares. That is amazing. Wow. Was, That's awesome. Yeah, so cool. you're, you saved the world. Uh, we started this I podcast. I just like, and farted in my apartment for six months. <laughs> <laughs> you're keeping Texas alive in my heart, That's which true. is very important for me. We did start this podcast. That's right. Yes, that's what I was going to say. That's artistic and AF. That's true. Exactly. And it's yeah. been such a long time coming. It's a dream realized. True. It's a dream come true. <laughs> that was a little Margaret Thatcher. It's a Monica's dream been working on her true. Margaret Thatcher. I have. Go, Monica. It's not quite there yet, but Wait, so, do the war line. That one's pretty good. Oh, right. We have just won a war. <laughs> Very good. Watch out, Sorry, Meryl I did that Street. last episode. <laughs> Step aside. Step aside. Uh, well, speaking of acting powerhouses, shall yes. we dive in? Let's do some Texas things, y'all. Yes. Okay. I felt like this episode was real Texas-y. Yeah. Yeah, I had, I don't remember who said this. I think it might have been the announcer. And who knows that this is a Texas phrase, but it felt a little Southern. Stick to him like paint on a car. Definitely Southern. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's fully, fully Southern. <laughs> if you, you get the word you know, like that or anymore? as, and then followed by like animal similes, it's Texas. <laughs> or a car. <laughs> or a car. <laughs> exactly. Car and frogs. That's pretty much what we do. Yes. Um, I thought that it was just kind of Texasy overall. Maybe again, this is me just being like associating Texas with my childhood. But when Julia was like, um, "Then y'all should homeschool me," I feel like homeschooling. Because <laughs> oh, you were homeschooled at yes, the beginning. Yes, but I think that homeschooling is definitely more popular in the South, right? We should fact check, but I, th- I would, I don't know. I don't I know. A few it's a tricky one because you get the hillbillies yeah. and the hippies both homeschool on opposite sides of the spectrum. <laughs> Wow. True. <laughs> and then wow, the, the, hillbilly the circle meets uh, right through the wormhole of anti-vaccination. <laughs> 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 That's where hillbilly becomes hippie. Yes. I love it. I'm probably offending people. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I think we do that every I episode. don't really care about offending <laughs> we anti-vaxxers. We're no, Texans. It's what we're born to do. <laughs> exactly. Oh we don't have to make excuses. We're Texan. <laughs> Isn't that the rule? <laughs> So a friend of mine was like, you're not even in the South. You're just Texas. I was like, thank you. For someone that's not from Texas, you sure know how to explain who we are. We're not the South. We're, no, we're not the South. It's true. We're Texas. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. It's really kind of its own thing. <laughs> it is. Um, okay. What else did we see? Um, the state trooper in his cowboy hat. Yep. That Policemen was, wear yeah. cowboy hats in Texas. Sure do. Especially yeah. if you're a state trooper. I've been pulled over by a few yeah. of those in my day. On horse? Really? Not on horse. <laughs> <laughs> they like gallop in front of your just, car like, pull over. I was <laughs> I was picturing the um, the like policemen that are always downtown by Sundance and stuff. 
Right. Oh, yeah. I thought that those are the state troopers or whatever, or although, the state troopers are in cars. Although when I did move to New York for college, I did have someone ask me if I rode a horse to school. I've oh had somebody gosh. ask me that before too. <laughs> I will never forget once we were on a bus on the way to like a field hockey game or something. And there was a family of like five on horseback on the side of the road. And somebody in the bus just shouts out and goes, is that the <laughs> That was actually, that was me. That was Monica? <laughs> yelled that. <laughs> so thank you. It wasn't on a field, because I didn't play field hockey, but I think it was back from like was a some trip. Some tow trip or something. We're like, is that Rachel's parents picking her up? Good school? one, Monica. That one stuck with me. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry, I had to take credit for it. <laughs> my um, dad and stepmom actually got married in a rodeo ring, and my stepmother like walked down the aisle, but she was on a horse. And <gasps> I wore I wore a black Stetson. You were in the wedding. I was in this oh. wedding. I mean, it was oh like gosh. the gosh. most country ass wedding you've ever seen. We took wedding photos around a How tractor. How much bedazzling! Oh, around the tractor. I love it. There was some bedazzling. You're gonna have to sure. send us photos. <laughs> oh, yeah, I yeah, should I'd find love these photos. to see that wedding. I bet they're amazing. <laughs> Um, I also noted that it was just kind of Texas-y, like when Smash is working out in the front yard. I feel like driving around Texas growing up, that was a thing, especially in the summer times. People would just be like out on their lawn, like with weights. <laughs> <laughs> with weights. <laughs> Pumping iron. Pumping iron. Yo. Because it's just as hot inside, so why and not be exactly. outside? Yeah. Um, also, just Coach Mack and everything he says, his accent is just pure Texas. <laughs> Yeah. He says something when he's sitting down with Eric and they're having a beer when he's like giving his resignation. Um, and he's like, I, I'm a oh, simple yeah. man. I love bass fishing and Razorback football. Whatever. <laughs> right. I was like, oh boy. I love, I love my girls. I love, oh, yeah, I love my girls. <laughs> there's, I love Jesus Christ. There's good accents. That's another thing too, is these actors have fantastic Texas accents. I don't know right, if it's because, do. yes. I mean, are they from, who is from Texas? They, Almost all of them are from Austin. See, there you go. And that is why. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, they're not. Uh, most they're not of them. them. Well, Landry's from Texas, but like Matt's not. I don't think Scott Porter is. So I mean, I, a lot I'm of the main ones are Scott not. Porter is. Oh, okay. Well, we'll have to fact check that. We'll look up who but is I do know there's main it. ones that like put on an accent. It's very, mm. very legit. Hey, Texas representation matters. It does. Right. <laughs> Just... <laughs> if anything we need more of, it's that. Yeah. Texas representation. <laughs> Put that in the inclusion writer. <laughs> um, I don't know if I had a ton of other Texas stuff other than that something about this episode just felt very authentic, yeah. more rich in Texas stuff than usual. Agreed. It was more of an overarching thing than individual nuggets. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I mean, the gold pawn yes. shop. That's not unique True. to Texas, but I do remember them being everywhere. Sure yeah. enough. <laughs> not that I ever visited one. No, I feel like I walked in at least one. It was on like Camp Bowie or something. And I don't even I definitely remember. went to one once. It would be on Camp Bowie or like Vickery. <laughs> For yeah, sure, right? Vickery. Totally For sure. Vickery. It was like Totes West Vic. Camp Bowie, let's be real. Like, yeah. like closer I to would... Las Vegas Trail. <laughs> yes. Yeah, not the brick part. <laughs> <laughs> not the brick part. Definitely yeah, not. I went to a pawn shop once. I think I needed like 60 bucks to buy weed. <laughs> <laughs> what did you pawn, What did you Carly? sell? Yeah, um, that I cannot say. <laughs> uh, uh, um, okay, so we had a great Tammy episode. We did. I I loved when she made this little smile when she said this. Homeschool me. Honey, I don't like your tone. I don't like your sarcasm. 
I, she just made this like evil smile when she said that. And I loved it. She was on fire in this episode in terms of like yeah. Mama Taylor. Yes. I mean, for in, sure. in my opinion, she's always on fire. I'm obsessed with sure. Connie Britton. I'm a gay man, but I would turn straight for Connie Britton. It's we really- all would. We would we turn anything. gay for Connie Britton. So. I do anything. Anything's on the table. God, and the hair <laughs> is, is the so table. on point for Texas. It's I mean, powerful. Like, and her hair is actually like that in real life. That's her natural yeah. head of hair. It's not <sighs> fake. She ain't got no tracks in there. That is natural. Like a <laughs> all has all sweet natch. low, sweet chariot. Sweet chariots. <laughs> <laughs> that is Creed from the office. <laughs> that is Creed talking about how he doesn't like boob jobs. <laughs> yeah, she is a beautiful specimen. She is. <laughs> really is. Okay, so what did you think about her doing the classic mom move? So my mom did this when I was younger. And it never worked with me. But the like telling your child they can't hang out with somebody. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like I'm not going to be able to know until I'm a mom. I know. Like, you know, I don't know. I think I'm going to be a little more free willy with my kids. But who knows? Maybe I'll have a kid and be like, super strict yeah who knows time will tell i just remember every time my mom told me i wasn't allowed to hang out with that person i wanted to hang out with them <laughs> way harder that much more exactly. and i yes. feel like i got into more trouble because of that right yeah i feel like the one person yeah. i shouldn't have been hanging out with i actually was allowed to hang out with because he was like the epitome of like masculinity and just like <laughs> heteronormativity that I was not quite. And so they were like, yeah, he fails out of all of his grades and he watches oh. South Park every day and he curses like a sailor, but you should definitely <laughs> hang out with that guy. But he's a man. He's a man. Sounds, like a, sounds like a gym. <laughs> yeah. His name was Tim Little. <laughs> and his name Tim was Little. Tim. Not Tim Riggins. Not Tim, Tim Riggins, Little. but Tim Little. I had a, such a crush on Tim Little. Not to be confused oh. with Stuart Little. No. That's right. a mouse. The mouse. <laughs> that's, that's a mouse. Um, okay, my uh. favorite Tammy moment, though, and I don't know if you want to play the clip now or later, but is when she's talking to Coach and she's playing counselor, wife, and friend all at the yes. same time. I think I'll play that later, okay. but that was one of my favorite scenes. Oh, my gosh. I love um, this so much. One of my favorites was when she's yelling and she goes, oh, from my ivory tower, girl. Oh, yeah. It looks like whatever. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, she threw that one right back at Julie. Yeah. We get a good a first heaping of Julie sass in this episode. We do. It is bubbling. We haven't seen her in full sass yet, but we're getting there. Hey, yeah. hey. Being a teenager is fun. Uh huh. Yeah, that's the word I would use. The size that just came out of you two ladies was really exciting. You must know about what it means to be a teenage lady. In Puberty Texas. was right. rough on us. It was. Okay. Um, but yeah, overall, love Tammy in this episode. I feel like she was super pivotal in just giving advice, but also like laying down the law. She was really kind of yep. holding everybody together this week. She was, and she like always does. As Texas I almost wrote that, do. and I was like, she does that every episode. Yeah, right. Oh, so good. <clears throat> excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, well, I have a couple of fashion notes. If we're interested in diving in, sure. Always. I've got just one. Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. <gasps> fashion. fashion. Excellent. excellent. Sorry to creep you out, Jay. Jay just took a sip. And we made him choke. Not a good idea. I almost <laughs> we planned my cold it intentionally. All over my computer. <laughs> Your cold brew is making me want some so bad. I might like get up and get some in a second. Just mm, warning. I know it looks real nice. <laughs> Delicious. Because I also just got some yesterday. 
Um, Okay, so I feel like this week, everybody was in their, like, down clothes, in their muggle clothes. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. There wasn't a lot of panther uniforms going around. Yeah, because I feel like there was a lot of off off the um, field and off the school moments. Yeah, and I loved it. Tammy in her literally panther sweatshirt and ponytail. When Matt came to the door, she looked amazing. That was my favorite outfit she wore. <laughs> she looked amazing. You love a ponytail. I love it. It makes me think of those, like, I think there was a status that was going around that, like, guys were posting. They were like, girls are most beautiful with their hair up and their sweatpants and their sweatshirt or whatever. Oh, and it's God. like, repost if you agree. Like, that's natural beauty. But I like Michael Tammy. Scott's quote on that. I think a woman is most beautiful when she's not wearing anything at all. <laughs> when she's completely naked. <laughs> Uh, my only fashion note was, um, did you notice that Julie was wearing fingerless gloves at the landing strip? Um, I did notice, and I'm not surprised because she wears all of those heinous long sleeve thermals. The fingerless yeah. gloves just fit right in. Yeah, they just fit in like a glove. LOL. <laughs> but she did redeem herself because at the very end, that whole Julie wrapped up in the plaid blanket was mm. a mood. She looked so cute. It was cute. a mood. It was a vibe. It was really cute. Mm. I love. Oh, I can't that. wait to talk about that moment. <laughs> um, I guess that's all I had for fashion. I just really loved Julie's blanket. Yeah, Jay. Any I any stray it. observations? Yeah, where was the <laughs> denim? <laughs> this is true. Oh, yes, lacking in denim. There wasn't episode. a lot of denim, but we did get the cowboy hats on the state troopers. That's true. We oh yeah, that. well, we did. We got a little of that. I also remember Tim wearing like. A black short sleeve button down that I was digging. Mm. But I also like mm-hmm. just in general when I was like really standing this television show five years ago, the fact that it's not like all denim. The fact that you know, the, like it's like oh, I, <laughs> totally. I, I like I grew up in a high school that was like well funded, and like we didn't yeah, all right. wear denim and boots and hats. Right. It was the two thousands. We were wearing duct tape. Correct. <laughs> we were exclusively wearing duct tape. That is correct. Oh my God, weren't we? Uh, weren't we? Yeah, I never, oh, we and I still don't own cabo boots. Do y'all? I have one pair, but they live at my parents' house. Yeah, I have a pair as well, but <laughs> I only wear them when I go horseback riding um, <laughs> with my father. At the wedding. <laughs> at the wedding. <laughs> Whenever I attend weddings where I have to be on horseback, so that's when I wear them. Right, I have to put Pull them on. <laughs> That's it. Oh, I could be sitting by a lake right now. That sounds nice. Mm, yeah. That does sound nice. I actually was able to escape New York and go Ooh. upstate next to a lake. And it was like <gasps> some of the... Was it amazing? Oh, it was just great. Because like mm. we forgot that there was a pandemic and we built a fire and we roasted uh, marshmallows and we like canoed on uh, the lake and we didn't have to wear masks because we were like in a... Yeah, it, you're like outside. It felt very te- it felt very Texas. I grew up next to a lake. And though I'd yes. ride my bike down to the lake and like fish off the deck, you know? Yes. People yeah. don't realize that Texas is like lake country. Like in yeah. Colorado, they think that they're lake people. They are not. (laughs) People here, they're like, oh, no, I grew up on the lake. I'm like, no, 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 not like Texas. These lakes are cold. You don't, it's not the same. Right. Lake sports, it like Texas owns lake sports, I feel like. That's true. Truly, I loved um, (laughs) tubing. I was terrible at actual water skiing because I couldn't stay up to save my freaking life. But tubing (laughs) and your arms would be so Uh, tired. Monica and I are like expert level tubers. We were talking about that the other day, like, I my I remember we used to have to drop my mom off before we did the tubing aspect oh, yeah, of the lake because she would get so nervous, bad. which I 
But I get like we literally we, we would have two tubes out there and my dad would do like double donuts. We'd like flip up. We'd like jump on the other one. Like, yep. I don't know how we didn't get a concussion. Uh, we did. I think many times. <laughs> I think honestly. <laughs> wait, now I'm kind of. I remember many injuries. Everything makes sense now. <laughs> oh, God. Remember that feeling <sighs> of popping back up on the water after just being like absolutely destroyed like a rag yes. doll yeah. across right. the water. And like there's like limbs all around you. Yes. Like you don't know who's on top of you. And yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. I love it so much. <laughs> did you guys- but Jay, you're so right. You're like so sore in places yes. you never thought you could be. Like, yeah. yeah. Did you guys yeah. ever float the river like in New Braunfels? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. So fun. so fun. And actually one of my favorite trips I've ever done, um, my last year of college, None of my friends had been to Texas. And I was like, we're going to do spring break in Texas. And we went down yes. to Austin. We stayed at my cousin's lake house. And we did lake sports. We floated the river. We went downtown to the Salt Lake for barbecue. Ugh. And oh my gosh, it was just Ugh. like the best trip. We Floating the river, we got so drunk. And then we're all, you like have that sunburned post shower <laughs> feeling. And we go sit yes. down outside in the evening for barbecue and the cicadas are humming. Oh, that's my favorite. And it was all you can eat. And we did. <laughs> <laughs> and we did just that. And drink. <laughs> yes. And drink all we could. So much. Beer, I know one so of my favorite, barbecue. like fondest memories is going to the lake house in Texas and, um, yeah, being on the lake all day, being sunburned. And then we had an outdoor shower. Oh, and so you'd like shower nice. out there. There might be like a deer walking by. And then I'd come up and like someone was making a big crock pot of queso. Yes. And it was just. And the, the air conditioning is all cool. Yes. You guys are yeah, make We're all like really depressed. <laughs> Jay's like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> guys, Christmas is going to help. Okay. <laughs> I honestly, I have a, like a feeling that, you know, I feel like we put as adults, once you get older and you overthink everything, like I put too much pressure on Christmas and the holidays and that's going to be the best. Yeah. And now my expectations are so, so, so low. Yes. That it's, that fun it's like already time. been better. Yeah. I totally agree. The last like yeah. three years, I've just been like, whatever, I don't care about Christmas. And it's been like the yeah. most pleasant of holidays. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's true. Great. Although this morning mm. I did spend an hour um, online looking up how to order those Henry David shortbread cookies. You know, those like mm. famous, uh, they're like kind of fancy and they have the yellow heart. I mean, the red heart jam in mm -hmm. the middle. Yes. Oh, yes. I, I have found <laughs> out how to order them. <laughs> Uh-oh. And I think I'm just going to buy them uh -oh. for myself. <laughs> Do it. I've already bought like three Christmas gifts for myself. Are <laughs> they food, though? <laughs> they were not food, but <laughs> they might be soon. Well, somebody gave me a, bag, a, ba a bag of those. I apologize if it's one of our listeners, but um, somebody gave me some after my surgery, and they, oh, oh my God. Like every single night I would, I was like a squirrel. I'd eat like one little bite. I'm like, it was so good. It's called Henry and David. I'm going to buy it for mm. myself, but I guess right now what I'm doing is telling people to buy it for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we should reach out for them or to sponsor us. Yeah. Henry we'll, and David, be a good fit. come on the show. Yeah. Don't, Our first sponsor. Just don't make Carly go back to the pawn shop so she can get some more cookies. Y'all. Like, <laughs> don't make her sell anything. Pawn more heirlooms for more shortbread. Right. Don't make me do it. Um, all right, let's do a little musician's corner. Yeah. Do you have another fashion note? Nope, I'm all done. All right. Well, first of all, I found a new site and it's called what-song.com. So sorry, TuneFind, we're breaking up. It was not always <laughs> accurate. And what song has like every description of what's happening, 
when the song plays, and I'm very excited. So Step that is our new source. Tune find. So shout out what song. Um, this episode was interesting. I'm going to actually talk about a couple. It was mostly a lot of instrumentals um, that were playing. So the songs ranged from 1972. There was an old um, Gary and Glitter rock and roll part two song playing. Um, Gary and the, Glitter. Yeah. What is you that? Know, you know, good old Gary and Glitter. I've never um, heard that in my life. You know, they're best friends with Ben and Jerry. I don't know. What's happening? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you'd recognize it if you heard it. It's like okay. one of those just like old, like classic rock like and roll songs. And yeah. Okay. And it was played at the very beginning of the game. But most of the songs were recent um, around the 2000s. Uh, the only Texas act was Explosions in the Sky, as always. And. I am going to talk about the song that they play. It's called Six Days at the Bottom of the Ocean. The most eerie title I've ever heard of anything. Yeah. yeah. Somebody but, went on a um, drug trip. Yeah, seriously. And spent six days in it. Um, but <laughs> I'm going to play that scene later because it was a really powerful um, part. But I'm going to talk about this artist that I literally YouTubed how to pronounce his name. And I'm going to get it wrong because he's Argentinian. And so it's it, it's a little different from Spanish. Um his name is Gustavo Alfredo, and I think it's like Santo. I'm not even going to do it. It's okay. Because <laughs> it looks like Santo Laia, but I think it's with an S or something. We'll just call him Gustavo. I believe Gustavo. In you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Gustavo is a dope name. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So he is Argentinian, and he is a musician, composer, and record producer. Um, he won the Academy Award for Best Original Score over two consecutive years, first for Brokeback Mountain, 2005, Damn. and then Babel, 2006. Okay. Yeah. And he also composed composed the themes for um, Jane the Virgin, which I've always noticed is great, and Making a Murderer. Ooh. Um, but yeah, he composes these like really beautiful um, like acoustic guitar um, instrumentals, and Ooh. you can recognize it in those shows and those movies. And then I really liked this um, fact about him in this quote. He said that um, he does not read or write musical notation and he doesn't use an orchestra for his soundtracks. Um, He said, I don't see music. I don't see myself as a film composer. I see myself as more of an artist that uses different forms to express myself. I love it all. Interesting. He sounds like a beautiful little man. He does. So I'm going to play. He's nailing it. Definitely. This happened. Yeah. Um, this music was played, or I mean, this song was played when um, the state trooper pulled over the bus. Mm. So you'll recognize it from mm. that. It's called, again, another word I'm going to mispronounce, but I think Iguaz- Iguazu. There you go. We don't know if you're right or wrong, so it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> this i guess just right, from a little the, dissonance there yeah. that makes it a little unsettling i love that it's really cool so um yeah a little different musician's corner this week but um yeah that's gustavo and his beautiful instrumentation I'm into i love it, it. he and jose gonzalez should yeah collab wow. seriously that's a good yeah thought. wow i should be a music producer <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> 
<laughs> it almost sounds Genius like they're running away here. from the cops. Like, it's like <laughs> just <Yes>. like this. <laughs> we're all making tiny fists with our hands, like we're riding ponies. Just we by are. the way, <laughs> just for the visual. <laughs> all right. Well, I've got a couple of fun tidbits. Shall we roll the tape? Let's do it. Roll it. Roll it. Roll it. Okay, just a couple of little things today. Not a big film section. Um, to be frank, I've been feeling quite poopy this weekend. So this is what oh. I have for you guys. <laughs> um, but don't mourn me. Again, I spent all weekend watching Dawson's Creek. It's not that don't bad over here. <laughs> Sounds pretty um, bad to me, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I had the shortbread, it would be better. I'll, I'll admit. Mm, true. Hey, note, take notes, people. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> Um, so this episode was directed by our fave, Jeff Reiner. Yeah. Um, and I loved this episode. I felt like it was, we went to a lot of new places. Um, mm-hmm. It was kind of felt a little bit more vibrant than just kind of trotting around our same jaunts, like the Taylor House, the football field. Um, we got to see the landing strip, which. We did. Was In delightful. All glory. Yeah. <laughs> I love that scene, but it can't top. My favorite strip club scene ever, which is when they go to the strip club in Parks and Rec, unless they oh know my gosh. it's like <laughs> trying to get them all to go to college. Um, yes. Um, she's like, okay, thank you, Seabiscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, but this landing strip is actually a real strip club located in downtown Austin. And I oh, think great. it's called well, the landing strip. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm moving there. That's going to be my new, you know, yeah. place to get dinner. Look for Monica. That's also, that's also like a, a, a waxing kind of, right? It's like when... Could also be an airport. It could be a lot of things. Oh, oh a waxing thing. Yeah, the landing yes. strip. Oh, like that when, is yeah. a shape that you can wax your vahiyaya yeah. on. Okay, great. Too. Yeah, and, no, th- that is something I, I realized recently. Like, I, I watching the show in high school, I was like, what is... I don't know why it's called the landing strip. I mean, yeah. obviously the word strip is in it, but I was like, is there a pun here? And I thought I it was just next to the airport. And then I figured out that. <laughs> and then we realized it's about vaginas. Yes. Yes. <laughs> As most airport things are. Yeah. Always. Yeah. But airplanes are so phallic. So yeah, they are. It's true. Right. Landing. Yeah. How are you going to get it up? Okay. How does it fly? How much will it hold? Okay. <laughs> Um, anyways, anyway, um, the team that they played was a real team also. Um, they're called the Duval Cardinals um, from a little town right outside of Austin. Um, apparently a pretty, pretty damn spanking good team. Do we think um, that, like, you know, like we're hiring in these teams? Are, are these school districts getting money from the television producers? Like, how is yeah, this happening? It's you know kind of I mean? a mix of both, we think. So we had on a guest, one of my... Uh, cousins actually was who was an extra um, and he said there was kind of a mix of like real football players or like arena football players that they would pay to come play but they would also film the real high school games so a lot of it is real high school footage wow. but there are some higher wow. players I think wow. and then the extras had to be able to play they had to audition and like be able to play football wow I would have not. Oh, yeah. I remember hired. him telling us about that. <laughs> yeah. He said it was a weird audition because it also was like a tryout. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, I mean, like, do I have sense. to be good? Or? Right. Well, it's like you not only have to like do push ups, but you have to like look like you are in pain, even if you're not to like 
be the part. Yeah, it'd be it, it would be very meta. Well, the football sequences are always so real, and now I know mm-hmm. why because they were real. Yeah, they were real, <laughs> um, but not all of them. Uh, but I guess like even okay. when they're playing, paying the players, they're still probably like playing for real. Sure, they just have an agenda. Right. They're supposed to do a certain p- play or whatever. Right, which is but, like yeah. choreography essentially. Exactly, it's <laughs> yeah, um, true. But yeah, I mean that's definitely one of the things I've always loved about this show is. Um, that it doesn't look fake. I mean, there's sometimes where they do like the big Hail Mary or like a really kitschy trick play. Like kind of in the was that last episode or a few episodes ago they did that like when that trick sma- play. Yeah, smash through the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are fun. I feel like you wouldn't maybe you wouldn't see those in real life, but um, yeah. otherwise I feel like it's so accurate and it's just accurate enough to be like really fun to watch but not too absorbing. Exactly. Oops. Um, my last little note is that this episode aired on Valentine's Day, and that's Aww. why they were, like, talking about February being her birth month. Cute. I bet. Because it bet. was February at the time. Which I can't wait to talk about how he knew the birthstone for February. Agreed. I would like to dive into that as well. Yes. <laughs> yes. But before we do, I'll explain a little football, and then we'll break it down. Break it down. Mm-hmm. You may. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I think this was... Oh, yeah, this was at the top of the game. Um, Matt said something like, green 20 or whatever. And then I noticed that 20 is smash. And he... I think 80, 85 was like the man in motion, which we talked about. Like, they can have one person kind of running around... Um, and not be, you know, offsides or something during a play. And so 85 did something. I think he blocked for Smash. So I was like, maybe that was like a code for like 20 is Smash or whatever. So that was a little interesting. Mm. But something I did learn was that um, he does a swing pass to Smash. And I, it kind of looked like, it's like not when he's like just pitching it or he's like throwing it. It's like a little side thing and it like flips the other way and I looked up swing pass and apparently it's when the player that you're passing to is moving slightly forward whereas a lateral pass is when they're slightly behind you so swing pass and lateral pass and then there are a lot of um penalties called I remember um they were really mad and (laughs) coach Taylor was like yelling at the ref and stuff and if you watch it again it's like very clear that they weren't calling these um penalties there was definitely pass interference there was a face mask and there was a late hit um so and those are all kind of you know self-explanatory um pass interference though can be really subjective like sometimes it mm. looks like you know oh that was totally pass interference and they're like no it wasn't it, it kind of depends on the ref um but the face mask was really blatant um you can just like see that and then a late hit like if it's like a good few seconds after you know the play is over then it's like okay well that was just blatant so a lot of penalties this episode and now we know what a swing pass is yeah will you explain it to me one more time because i'm still not quite with you right so basically when a quarterback is um passing to the side he's like doing one of these things a lateral pass is when the whoever he's passing to is like slightly behind him 
a swing pass is when the player is like slightly in front. So he's already kind of going. Okay. Mm. Um, so it's really similar. It's just kind of, it has to depend on the position of the receiver. Gotcha. Whether it's a swing or lateral. Love it. Yeah. I, did, I mean, you know, I grew up knowing and watching and thinking and reading <laughs> breathing. and breathing football. <laughs> breathing and living. And, yeah. Yes. And, and so I, I like watching football because I actually know what the hell is going on. But that's the I thing do too. to do. Yes. No, I, I've always been like, oh, yeah, I get this. But there's so much to it. And, um, yeah, it's been fun to watch this and kind of pick out little sayings that I have no idea and, and Google them. It's been cool, especially like I felt like I knew football. I mean, I knew that there were like lots of different plays and stuff, but I didn't know how intricate and dynamic of a sport, it, like how much you have to memorize just to be able to like, I don't I was very impressed to learn yes. about how much of their brains they're probably using. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I mean, wow. that came as a even middle school yeah. football was kind of hard for me to like memorize the plays and like, yeah. uh, and to, it's kind of like improv, you know, it's like be in the moment. You got a yes and right. your receiver. That's correct. And maybe you do a little swing pass, save the day. Right. This is exactly. True. Don't answer a question with a question. I love Mons. Play. I love Mons play, by the way. That's so good. That's so good. Thank you. <laughs> We've grown to quite love our mansplain. We do. Oh, I'm here for it. Um, me too. Well, and I really needed it. The only thing that mansplain has not yet per- delivered on is the nickel package. <laughs> right. We still yeah, don't Jay, know there's what the some weird, weird sayings in the show that we don't know if are made up or like combinations of words that are actual things. They're, and there was one where yeah. I tried to explain what a nickel package was. and It was something it just, that they said on the show talking about something football-y. Yeah. And now we just think of it as a coin purse. <laughs> that's not that's not what I'm thinking of it as. <laughs> oh, okay. It's very phallic. Little landing strip. <laughs> that's where you can find the nickel package. At the landing right. strip. At the landing strip. Perfect. Call and me. we're done. The Call end, yes. end of podcast. And we're done with that. Call me when you got a half dollar package, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> if you Silver know what I'm saying. <laughs> Do you have any of those Sacagawea coins? Did y'all ever collect those? <laughs> no. Like, no, I didn't. You didn't? <laughs> no. Oh, I thought everyone did that. Maybe no, not. <laughs> you thought everyone collected Sacagawea I, I coins? I did. Person. Everyone. I just thought that everybody was like, oh, I'll keep that. And had like a weird stash of them like I do. I did have a coin. Like I tried to get all the states. Mm. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Oh, I have a really yeah. tragic story about that. Go on. Um, <laughs> Go off. <laughs> so my sweet, sweet dad... This is like one of my biggest regrets in my life. Um, My dad collected all, so spent years collecting. He like bought us, all four of us kids, those like quarter books. And he spent years filling them out for all of us. And after like, I think I was maybe 14 or something, he had finished all of them. Um, And he had filled out everyone's full 50 coin thing, all four of us. Mm -hmm. He was so proud. And one day, wow, I was such a little scavenger raccoon. I dumped out all the quarters and spent the money. I think I remember them. Oh, no. Probably at the pawn shop. I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, but God, I did. And I didn't know, but I didn't realize, like, I mean, I was a kid. I didn't think about how much work he had put into it. But when, right. I, when I saw his face, when I told him I took taken the quarters out, because I didn't think he cared. Oh. He was so sad. It was, it like oh, destroyed no. me. Sad dads are sad like dad. the hardest. Mm-hmm. That's, that's hard. <laughs> I cannot deal with sad dad. I cannot do sad dad. Yeah. I still feel so bad. Uh, oh. I think I did the same thing, but it 
it wasn't my dad collecting them. I was collecting them. And then I was like, this is stupid. I want to buy mean, a like Coke. Fi- it's like 30 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Some- <laughs> 30 bucks as a 12 year old was like a thousand. Seriously. Right. Yeah. I definitely spent it all at the QT. Probably lavishly. Ugh, yes. I want Slim Jims and Slurpees. I just need a Milkshake. fountain of Coke. I just need a fountain mm. of Coke right now. Yep. That's like 79 cents and as big as your head. Yep. Oh, that is Texas. <laughs> yes. Another Parks and Rec reference when they have the soda tax and they have a child size soda and they're like, it's roughly the size of, of a, a four year old child <laughs> if it were liquefied. <laughs> if it were liquefied. <laughs> oh, love it. Ugh. All, All right. right. Well, shall we dig in? We've got a yes, lot to cover. We do. So, yeah, we start off with a press conference and we're very much continuing the story from last episode. And Smash is saying that he wants to see Mac fired. Wait, should we loosen up a little bit by asking Jay which team he's on? Oh, sure. Of what? Team Matt, Team Tim. Oh, oh yes. Or I'm technically Team Smash, so we can throw She him is in Team as well. Smash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Smash is going through it in this episode, so I have to he be is. Team Smash, really. I mean, just because, yeah. you know, recently we need to be on Team Smash. Also, um, I know and love and don't like know her know her but smash's mom actually she's an actress oh, oh my gosh yeah, we've from... been trying to get in touch with her actually and uh, yeah zach reynolds uh worked with her uh i don't know if probably you're probably in you're dallas right yeah. Yeah. yeah in dallas mm-hmm. totally we're, and... we're trying to track her down too yeah she's <laughs> yeah. so good she's amazing she's, so cool. well, she's definitely one of our favorite characters yeah, yeah. her acting is like Spot i don't know on. i don't even know how she does it <laughs> i know she just starts talking and she can be not even talking about something sad and I'm crying. crying. I know. Yeah. She's just yeah. breathing. You know what I mean? I think yeah. she just, yeah. she knows what it is to be a Southern mom. <laughs> yes. yes. You know? yes. Yeah. Get it's there. true. It's just like in her bones. Yeah. yeah. But I love that she lives in Dallas and um, is still working. That's awesome. Yeah. Th- what she was a part of um, Lissa Strata Jones, the musical when it mm. like transferred from Dallas. Okay, cool. Went to Broadway, I believe. Or to Broadway. All the way to Broadway. It went off Broadway, and I saw it there with her in it, I believe. And then it went to Broadway. She's great. Amazing. That's awesome. I know, just yeah. a working actor. Just awesome. Nailing yes. it. She's Nailing amazing. It. Yeah, we definitely want to have her on the show, Liz. Come on. Yes. We love we, we've sent you an email. Just check your inbox. She We're did like our you. Instagram message. I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, she's probably processing. Yeah. <laughs> We'll give her time. <laughs> she can take as much time as she needs. We love her. She can. We'll always have her on. We will even be if here. The podcast is over, you know. <laughs> Still. We'll, we'll reopen the case. Um, but yeah, I'm also Team Smash, but um, I always have a hard time picking between Tim and Matt. It's like two di- So different. Yeah. Two dichotomous. No. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I hope that's a word because I like it. Okay. I'm making it one. Yeah. And you have to remind me what happened in the episode before this. Like what? Yes. Yeah, we can do a debrief. I would love a that. Recap. Um, Previously on Friday night. Nights. <laughs> so <laughs> why? So why did the players walk out of practice? Yes. So there was a the episode started off with a game and their um, uh, press in the locker room, and they're talking to Coach Mac McGill, and he they ask him about. Um, like how their school was one of the last to integrate and how they haven't had, you know, a black quarterback or like a, you know, someone in like a really, really big role. And they're like, why don't, why can't smash be quarterback? You know, he, cause he makes this pass um, in this game. And 
he kind of is like smashes quarterback like he's better fitted for the role that he's in and they're like they're pressing him they're like why and then it gets really dicey because he says that um you know black players are better at the like rough and tough like running fast he compares them to junkyard dogs yeah and then that, yeah that's what i was getting to that's the the big um the big yikes yeah the big yes. soundbite yeah so he like obviously gets in trouble and then he apologizes but it's super lame sure. smash tries to talk to him about it he's super defensive um and it's kind of like there's the two aspects of of course the junkyard dog thing it's just blatantly horrible but then him just grouping a group of people whether he's saying good things or bad things is still problematic and so he has to learn that um so this is the aftermath of that and at the very end of the episode the um black players come to practice and mac tells them to run and they don't they take off their helmets and they leave so it's kind of like a peaceful protest they did a walkout and they say they won't play unless he gets fired yeah come on early so that's where we are i know I know. I feel like this particular story would be um, prob- probably looked at a bit differently these days. <laughs> Definitely. So we were talking about that last week, how it felt kind of before its time in a cool way. Mm-hmm. Or ahead of its time or before? A- ahead of its time. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you said before its time. <laughs> I know. But for some reason, that seems like the same thing to me. Yeah, okay. Don't listen to me. Oh, right. it was before. Before yeah. its okay. time, ahead of its time. Ahead of its time. Before. Sure. Yes. It was but, the worst of times. It was the best. It was, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it was ahead of its time, but I do think it would have been dealt differently um, in this in real life if this happened in real life and in the storyline. So I'm excited yeah. to talk to you all about yeah, it. I mean, Agreed. Coach would have been fired on spot, I feel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah definitely. <laughs> like you would have been gone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there would have been, I mean, 2006, there was Facebook, but like, and there was, there was Twitter. Um, but, it wasn't as rampant it wasn't and a mouthpiece. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't really a part of the storyline and that definitely would have been. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah, so we start off with this press conference and um, smash says he'd like to see coach Mac and he's fired for really what sharp. he said. And he's looking real good while he says yeah. it. he looked really good while he said it. Same smash <laughs> team smash <laughs> team smash yes. team smash team smash. Yes. I was liking him all spiffy and authoritative. Yeah. But and I thought it was interesting how they played out all of they really put a lot of pressure on Smash all the white people to just like stop just to give up. Yeah. Like the whole episode like Tim. I know. It's like what trying to like talk sense into him like he was making some stupid decision. I yeah. think that's part of what might have played out differently had this aired today. Yeah. Definitely. I yeah, for I, sure. Yeah. I know I think the uh, Tim and the other players would have understood more um, why they're refusing to play. Like, at least give it more credibility. Like, maybe be like, you know, I really want you to play and I need you to play. (laughs) But, like, I also get what you're doing. But this episode, it didn't, they didn't even have that, you know, that just, like, understanding. Yeah, it was very, um, I don't know, it was interesting. It kind of felt like they, I don't know, hold on. I don't know why it keeps doing that so often today. That's weird. Um, That's but now I lost my train of thought. But um, yeah, I, I wasn't quite sure if I like loved them stretching this over two full episodes. I don't know. What did you think about the pacing? I actually liked it. I mean, I liked that they didn't just spend one episode on this issue. Yeah. Um, so actually, I liked it. Yeah. 
Yeah. It didn't feel like boring to me, but it just by the end of this episode, I was kind of like ready for the next yeah. story. Well, line. And we can yeah, we can talk about how they resolved it too because it was yeah, a little that's true. little remember the Titans scene. Very. <laughs> And, I, and not in a good way. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I feel like when yeah. I w- first watched this episode five or six years ago, I probably ingested it in a completely different way than what I do now. And I'm, I'm wondering what, wondering what my brain six years ago was thinking when I watched the right? episode as opposed to now because yeah. I'm so hyper aware and sensitive of these issues and yeah. how it's being kind of shown in media and treated. So I don't, I don't know. It was really interesting. <laughs> I was thinking yeah, about the I same agree. thing because I don't really remember this storyline as vividly as I think I would have had I like watched it for the first time now. Correct. Like I don't yeah. think it stood out to me when I was younger. It didn't seem like oh a big sensitive deal. But now watching it with obviously all so much more awareness and stuff, it's much more jarring. Yeah, I have a feeling yeah. that maybe my reaction to it would have been like I think they're stretching this a little too far. You know what I mean? I think my yes, like right. My well, stupid- we have to remember this early 2000s and they say it in the last episode episode talking about like pc like this was when everybody was so angry that their like language was being altered and pc having to say the right word um and everyone was so at least in the south was like vitriolic about so reactive yeah yeah and this was during that time where they would be think it appalling to like have somebody lose their job over something they said once versus yeah. now we understand that like there's not really a middle ground right in terms yeah. of, of appropriate consequences well but, i fully yeah. drank that kool-aid back in the early yeah. 2000s i was raised by those people yeah. i was living in that totally. society and like you know absolutely yeah we all were Definitely. for sure ah uh, time changes <laughs> everything uh, privilege. <laughs> uh, privilege exactly <laughs> Oh, the day is a privilege. I mean, they're still here, but they're still here. <laughs> at least we recognize them now. Correct. <laughs> okay, I loved how much Landry we got. Me too. I've got some little Can clips play to play throughout. <laughs> yes, let me play this. Um, this one about um how he thinks you know Matt can get back into Julie's yes. good graces. So y'all or her fun me. house, as he likes to say sometimes. That's <laughs> 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 fine. <laughs> I think it's better work. I promise. Nothing says I'm sorry like a mixed CD. I'm a little bit worried about the Bob Dylan. And you got to try to stay in this entry. Hey. <laughs> really worried about the Bob Dylan. Really worried about the Bob Dylan. Oh, I love Landry. <laughs> uh, same. And I also love the consistency because they talk about Matt loving Bob Dylan a few times. Yes. Mm. Yeah. He's so hipster. He's such a, he's the artsy one. <laughs> There's always one or 12. Always one. Or 12. Yes. <laughs> Never 13. Mm-mm, never. Um, I loved yeah. also Landry's weigh in at the pawn shop. He's like so yeah. gun ho. The woman's like, how bad did you, you mess up? Gold or diamonds? And Landry's like, diamonds, diamonds, <laughs> diamonds for sure. <laughs> yeah, I have some great clips um, later from the landing strip that we'll, that we'll play. Yas, yas, yas. Okay. Um, I don't know if this is super chronological, but would mm-hmm. they get arrested for being in there underage? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they'd just be kicked out. Right? I feel like the yeah. owners of the bar would get arrested. <laughs> you know, like, right, yeah. Right. Like, you're the one that didn't ID them. <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Like that's that's a good point. One, they'd get kicked out and maybe sent downtown, you know, to like right, downtown, right, right. <laughs> sent downtown. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That one kind of gave me pause. I was like, eh, yeah, I don't know about that storyline. But I although, mean, it was enjoyable. I love watching Coach Taylor say the word "perp" multiple times. Sure. Um, that was. I fun. love watching Coach Taylor do anything. Really. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Agreed. Also, or, so, go ahead. The the privilege of what it meant to be a football player. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. the privilege of what it meant to be white and then a white football player is just like, and especially in Texas, you just see you, you mm-hmm. have a, a free hall pass. You know what I mean? Well, right. it's interesting. We kind of saw both, I guess, because we saw their little white butts get taken downtown. And we also <laughs> saw the incident with the state trooper and how yeah. much more intense and scary and deliberate um, like that scene was versus how the white kids were treated. Just like little spank on the bottom. Right. Yeah. I love that Tammy made her wait a little longer. I do too. I think Why can't I did we go get thing? off perp? Everyone else got their perp. <laughs> Everyone else got their perp. <laughs> I also love when Coach said, um, when they're talking about Tyra, and she's like, um, someone that doesn't wear enough clothes. <laughs> like, that's one of his reasons to not hang out with her. <laughs> she doesn't wear enough clothes. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, fine with the amount of clothes that Tyra wears. Me too. Me too. I, think she I looks love fantastic. that bitch. <laughs> Same. Uh, I stand uh, Tyra. Same. Same. She's one of our faves for sure. Yeah. Although she didn't really have like a great, this episode wasn't a sparkling Tyra one. She was kind of mad. No, she was kind of mad. Sure. She has some real good ones coming up. Do you think some that Julie and Tyra strength. would really be friends? Um, I think because of the unique situation that they're in, like I don't think they would have been friends if they didn't have the football connection or something yeah. that threw them right. together. But I do like it because I feel like it's it's certain friends that I've had that you see them and you're like, oh, we'd probably never be friends. And yeah. there's some situation that brings you all together and you're so different, but you just like get a kick out of each other. And I feel like that's them. That's true. I feel yeah. like that yeah. definitely happens more so in high school, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, in the hierarchy of what it means to have a father as the like football coach, you know, what I mean? like, yeah, just, like, yeah. Be friends uh, Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. even if <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> if anyone knows that, Tyra. Yeah, so she's not keeping Bob very close, and he's definitely okay. her enemy. He's out of he's out of the picture. Bob was her mom's horrible ex boyfriend. Right. Do you remember that scene when she like beats him with a poker? <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's amazing. Uh, we love yeah. it. Oh wow, I really have to revisit this whole entire series now. I really exactly. Do. I know, once right? you start, I know. Once you watch one episode, you're like, okay. I'm really in on the Great British Baking Show right now. So. Oh my gosh, me too. <laughs> Carly Except loves I it literally too. just finished the whole thing. Oh, like literally all of it? All of every everyone that they've made. <laughs> wow, that is impressive. Yeah. Well, there's only like six seasons. Sure, 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 sure. There's only like 15 seasons. I've watched way more Survivor than I have Great British Baking <laughs> Survivor. There you go. It's been I've a slow just, week. I just really love Great it's British Baking week. Show just because it's like, It's brought me so much joy. Yeah, it's nice people being nice to each other yes. and baking things. And they're <laughs> delicious and they're, they're like, so, sweet. so sweet. They just drink tea and they help each other. Ugh, I love I it. Love have you watched the Can Christmas ones? Can we all just ones? drink tea and help each other? Yeah, uh, we watched a few of the Christmas ones. The Christmas ones? Yeah, yeah. really fun. They're oh. super fun. I've been saving those for when I get to my parents' house. Nice. Ooh, yes. Which soon I will be in Texas with Monica. You Jay, will? Are you say, you're, do you ever go back to Texas? I was there right before Thanksgiving, so I got okay. to like 
hang out with my family, socially distanced outdoors, nice. six feet away with masks on. So that was fun. <laughs> yep. But I stayed was that with them. <laughs> it was not fun because they were bartering and begging for hugs. And I'm like, you got yep. just look, what are you doing? <sighs> this is, is why that, I told my family we're not my decision. Yeah. This is why I told my family we're not doing that. Cause I was like, y'all are gonna get one drink in and all the rules are gonna go balls to the walls. And I'm not yep. I'm not playing police officer. That's right. No. Yeah, my mom I'm was not like, playing state trooper. My mom was like, come in the house. I was like, Mom, I'm not coming in the house. <laughs> come in the house. <laughs> That's how Jay's mom sounds. Yeah, actually. If you're curious. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, Yeah, I'm in Fort Worth now. I am. um, I'm recording in my closet. I'm kind of excited. I haven't been back since last Christmas, I don't think. Yeah. In a year. It's been 17 years in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) I just heard Sirius Black's voice. I did my waiting. 12 years years of it. (laughs) 17 years of it in the closet. Sorry, I do not mean to trivialize your experience. No, please. It's it's serious and it's black, so it's fine. It's serious and it's black. black. Love it. Very uh, uh, apropos. Um, okay, let's see. What else we got? Some Well, I wanted stuff. to play this um, scene kind of toward the beginning of the episode when uh, Tim is like coaching the JV players. I just thought it was really funny. Oh, so, yes. Here we go. <laughs> As it loads. Sure, yeah. If you launch this into odd gap, quarterback plays into an outlet play, what do you do? Go, Stagger. Uh, okay. I know this. Too late. Play's over. You waited too long to make a decision, now we lost the game because of you. We're not going to state, and the whole town of Dillon hates you. You're never going to get laid your entire life. Fact. 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 How's that feel right now? Man, you cracked down on your blocks. You look for the quick toss. Next. If I wanted you to speak, I would have spoken to you. Besides, it's completely wrong. All you do is check into your tight end. Now put your lunch away. You're not eating. Neither are you, for that matter. Put it away. <laughs> um, <laughs> love that. We've already seen him last week as a very domineering powder puff coach, and I'm really liking yes. this new role for him. Me too. He also says fact a lot. Fact. I remember that fact. being a, that was like very colloquial. Yes. We used to say that all the time. Fact. Fact. Well, and um, then you would say a fact. Facts yeah. are important these days. Seem no, to be more like important back in the early 2000s, lies. I guess. <laughs> Guys, I like remember sweet, truth? sweet lies. <laughs> remember tr- TBT to truth, y'all. TBT. Oh <laughs> truth is dead, yo. Oh. Which means that anything can be real. That's right. Whoa. If you want to be president, you can just say you are. That's true. <laughs> um, I'm president. I'm the president, guys. I won the election. Biden didn't. I did. <laughs> I saw a few tweets of people that were just like, I won the election. <laughs> just <laughs> random people. <laughs> Love it. Uh, but yes, this was fun um, to see Tim that domine- in that domineering tone. But there was yes. also one other like really sexy, dominant male moment mm. um, when Coach is in his office. And yeah. it's at, um, if, I don't know if you want to play it, but it's pretty sure. good. It's around, I think it's at 11 minutes. Um, But when he's like, I'll hold a damn meeting whenever I damn please. I don't care if it suits your agenda or whatever. He's talking to Coach (laughs) Mack, and it's very sassy, and I love it. Yes. Let me find it. Guess I missed a memo about the meeting. Boy, it's a defensive thing. Crowley wasn't defense. Yeah, but Crowley brought the pork rinds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's another Texas thing. How do we not take that out? I'm comfortable about these secret meetings. I have a meeting with whoever I want, whenever I want. (laughs) Whether it fits your comfort zone or not, I don't care. I love it. I love that. <laughs> pork rinds, though. My mom is pork rinds since I think I was probably in the womb. 
and I never I love pork rinds. I never understood them because she always got the really, really spicy ones and it would just like Ooh. ruin my palate. But I've since revisited pork rinds that are not as spicy as my mom likes. And I'm, <laughs> I'm into them. They're oh so crackly God. and delicious. That is definitely very Texas. I yes. remember sitting by the pool when I was a lifeguard, baking in the sun, eating pork rinds and drinking Dr. Pepper. And I was like, oh. maybe that was like the last time I was truly carefree. That sounds like a <laughs> eating pork dream. Rinds by the pool. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is a pork rind or do we want to know? Is it like the skin? I can tell you what it is. Yeah. It's the skin and then you okay. put it in the deep fryer and it fills with all these air. It's pretty much air. <laughs> it's air and skin. Like you can take and a piece of skin fried. like this big and you put it in the fryer and it becomes like this huge pork oh, crackling wow. thing. Skin and fat. Love it. Yeah. Skin and like fat. Fat and, air. and salt. Yummy. The five elements of the world or whatever. They're the elements of my world. <laughs> yeah. Of Texas. Of Texas. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, oh, and I think later in that scene, um, he says that Max's termination is on his desk, or that might be a mm-hmm. little bit later in the episode, but, so his, his termination is looming. There are things Indeed. happening. Stakes Indeed. are being yes. raised. Yes. <laughs> um, so should we go through Coach's deliberation with Tammy on what to do yes. about Max? Yes. Let me find I that. love this scene so much. Yes. <laughs> I just liked when he was like, the, my favorite is when he's like, is there anyone else I can talk to? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but before we do friend. that, I think the the pawn shop scene was before that. Oh, yeah, and let's do it. Yeah, can we can we just talk about how how the hell does Matt know the birthstone of February? He's like, yes. oh, and that's her birthstone, which is my birthstone. Shout out, nice amethyst. But I just thought that was very weird and not addressed. And like, Lance could have <laughs> been like, addressed. like really, like why do you know that? Like it just <laughs> it yeah, was just part of the episode. I don't There's no reason for him to know that. And Landry would Maybe have called grandma? him out, really. Come on. Exactly. I'm yeah. surprised he knew her birthday at all. Yeah. And I love that Landry said, um, you know, Tyra and I think that whatever. He's like trying to group them together. And oh, Matt's yes. like, Tyra and I. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, hearing smatterings of Tyra and uh, Landry friendship. Yes. Uh, loving that partnership. Loving. Mm. Yes. Yes. Okay. So here is... Um, the great um tammy and eric breakdown and i loved before this um right before this clip he says like what does he say we're at a we're at an all-time crisis or something he's like he repeats it twice he's like everything is on the line like and oh, she's like yes. okay everything's on the line everything's on yeah. the line it's so funny i noted that too oh here it is everything hangs in the balance oh, yes. that's what it was. he said it he twice said it like yes like he was in inception or something everything hangs in the balance <laughs> i know it's like is this a christopher nolan trailer like okay <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's the scene. The question is, what do I do about firing Mike McGill? What did he say? Honey, you heard what he said. I know, I know what he said. What I, wanna, he I said. want to review. Let's review. Let's review the events. About Smash Williams, he said, the black players have a gift for running the ball, that they're fearless. Right, fearless, they got a gift. Wasn't there something else? And he Another said the thing about the junkyard dog thing. As far as, as, far as the players like Matt Saracen. You mean the said, white players? Yes, the white He said they don't have the physicality. Mm-hmm. But he said they have more creative thinking, which makes them well-suited to lead. That's what he said. It was a stupid thing to say. I understand. Well, I mean, and as a guidance counselor, I got to say that that, to me, is a fireable offense. What he said. Yup. All right, well, let me talk to my wife. Let me talk to the person who cares about me and cares about the team and also has to understand the relevance and the importance to our future of us winning the regional. There's nothing more clear to me that your team is way more important to you than Mac McGill. Is there anyone else I can talk to? You can talk to your friend. 
What does she have to say? This is not about <laughs> Mac McGill. It's not about the team. This is about you. You've been put in this position now where you've got to make the decision. If you don't fire him at this point, you are condoning what he said. Honey, he said something stupid. He's not a racist. I know. He's a friend. But that is not something for a kid's assistant coach to say, no less for a government employee, which is what he is. Yup. Damn oh girl, Connie. Tammy gets it. Come to 2020. We're here for She lays you. it down three times. Three times? Him. Yeah, three times. it's awesome. It really is so good. Ugh, yeah. I love it. I just love watching his, his um, grumpy goofy side like only coach taylor um can do that like angry joking voice that i love so much what does she have to say (laughs) yeah it's like somehow goofy and quirky but he's like mad yes it it gets me every time yeah i yeah and i love that he he brings in those aspects it's like okay well what about you as my wife what about you as my friend what about because all those kind of you know roles that she's in are a little different and are um of value but she's like no i'm gonna say the same thing as your wife as the counselor and as your friend mm-hmm. and, and thank god like thank god it wasn't yeah. another way back in the you know like, i know it gives me uh i don't take pause I like at, i don't the yeah fact that i love this television show so much yes yeah. although i was kind of i don't know what do you think about him not firing him yeah i didn't like that um <laughs> yeah, I, yeah i i wish yeah. he had to yeah, because I didn't think that Coach Max like not letting the police on the bus is enough of a repentance for having deeply embedded racism. I know, and I know, and this and this is the whole tricky thing with, you know, like we said at the beginning of this, like if this happened today, he would have been fired, and like yeah, he should have been fired. But at the same time, to play devil's advocate, it's like, you know, with cancel culture, like does that is that going to make Mac really work productive? on himself? Yeah. Or, you know, can we give him one more chance, which I don't want to do, and really lean on him and work on him? And if he does it again, he's gone, you know? I think it's a hard subject, and it's one that our country's, like, reckoning with right now anyways. For sure. And not even just with race, but also with, like, sexual assault and the Me Too movement. We, like, don't know yet how to have two things at the same time. Like, a Michael Jackson whose repertoire and music, like, changed our history, and a Michael Jackson who's a rapist and hurt tons of people. And right now, we're like, I feel like we're just overcorrecting, which is the right natural balance of things. Right. It's the way it needs to go right now. Um, and to cancel culture. But until we figure out how to let two things be exist at the same time, somebody yeah. who said something racist and somebody who is willing to be anti-racist mm-hmm. and that somebody can be both of those things at the same time. And we figure out how to do that in the world of media. I think it's just going to be a long, it's just, we'll take yeah. time. And this was just like right at the early beginnings of that. Yeah. And True. Cancel culture is just the opposite of the spectrum, right? It's like the pendulum yeah. is swinging yeah. way too far in the other direction. I mean, I, yeah. I know that I have been called out in this time for some racist rhetoric when speaking to musical theater programs at colleges. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I remember um, I mentioned that like my agents would often tell me like, you're not getting seen for auditions or you're not getting certain roles because they are casting them ethnically, which, um, and that's Mm -hmm. what they would tell me, you know, and I, so I am just relaying that information that my agents are giving me to the young theater hopefuls of America. And all of a sudden I didn't realize that that kind of rhetoric was really hurting. Um, when When I was just kind of telling the truth, 
But then I got right. I got called out by one of those students yeah. because all of a sudden this particular student of color, because Jay Armstrong Johnson had said all the roles are going ethnic, that all of a sudden mm-hmm. she um, she is on her on the rise. So all the white students would hold it against her that I said that the roles were going oh, in there. You know what I mean? So yes, I'm learning. It's so tricky. And you know, but if we don't give each other the opportunity to like absorb that and react right. and learn then we aren't being productive. Totally. And I'm super happy that I wasn't just canceled for that one program meeting that I gave like my life speech at, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to hold space for those that have made mistakes because we've all made the mistake because we grew up in this society. And you you can't just wake up one day and like, want to be anti-racist and be perfect, perfect, at perfect ally or like whatever the minority communities are needing from you at that time. It's you, you have to learn. Yeah. I do think the happy medium, though, is like, Jay, what you said is is very different from saying junkyard dogs. So that's the difference there. It's like, okay, yeah, that's it. Because of what he said in that thing, it's like, okay, that is both drinking strawberry Waterloo right now. Um, I'm a watermelon, but it is a Waterloo. Oh, my God. I love that. Sorry, that was important to interrupt. This very I loved it. Right in our, in our like really <laughs> intense conversation. No, no, no. We were done. It made me really excited. Like, I uh, know that's Waterloo. good. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Waterloo. Yeah, I've, I've left Lacroix, Lacroix, Lacroix behind. In the dust. Mm-hmm. I'm a I used to be die hard. I'm a Waterloo gal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. I need to Everybody try it. I'm a, needs a, I'm a spindrift and Topo Chico gal. That was a little veggie tales there. <laughs> Wait. Say it again. Everybody needs a water buffalo or oh, Waterloo. Water buffalo. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. Where is my hairbrush? Where is my hairbrush? Where is my hairbrush? This oh, is where, 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 Wow. I loved that. I love that moment. That's Shout out to VeggieTales. Yes. You guys on Facebook. I'm on the show, Veggies. On Facebook this morning, I was my cousin posted something. There was some like outdoor performance Christmas thing that she and her family went to. And it's it was literally, it was like Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus was like carrying a cross and like they were like yes. rolling the stone away. And then oh, like gosh. very obese woman dressed as a like an angel was the one rolling the stone. I mean, it was like very low budget and it was <laughs> really low budget. Oh, that is amazing. It was just it was really incredible. I might just send you the link so you can watch it. Later, I would but please. I would definitely watch that. It's in the same vein. You need like, to send us that. You need to send us photos of that wedding. Oh, yeah, there's just <laughs> a lot of content so that we need. So much material here. But yes. it's like Christmas time. Like, why are we rolling stones away and carrying crosses? That's Easter. Yeah. Bro. Right. Oh, right. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm that very wrong yet. holiday. But yeah, totally. So, you know, whatever. Which is uh, the one where he's dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's Easter. That's Easter. Um, while, the, while we're laughing, um, I for some reason just love this little moment right before Eric came in. Now I'm good at math. <laughs> now I'm good at math. <laughs> is that the girl who she was like, you want me to leave? Yeah, she was like, you really want me to leave? He's like, yep, yep. get out of here. Yep, bye. She's like, I'm good at math. <laughs> Dummy. I don't know if I would have the constitution <sighs> to be a counselor. Oh, like yeah. Tammy. It would, be, it would be rough. Yeah. I mean, it'd be, it'd be hard. It would be rewarding, but hard. Very rewarding, but hard. Yes. But Tammy hard. goes home from a long day to have to deal with Julie's raging angst. Yes. And after they've picked up their perp, I guess we don't see Julie again until the cute moment, so we'll put a pin in that. We will. <laughs> okay, so now I'm just going to play um, Matt going over the Taylors and 
you know, talking about how he loves fishing and hunting and his girls. girls. This is Here when Tammy's go. in her cute ponytail, just by the way. <laughs> oh, yes. And um, Coach is in a cute little sweater, too. Or he mean, does sweater. look cute. Yeah. Well, it's different times. I didn't agree with it or anything, and I never thought it was the right thing to do, but stuff like this kind of worked its way into you if you're around it long enough, you know? He's talking about his parents are, were racist. Mac, I know one damn thing for sure. You're the one that integrated this team. Look, I'm a simple man, Eric. I love my girls. I love working in my yard. I love playing bridge with Susan every chance I get. But bridge. I know bridge. that I screwed this up here. Truth is, I'm still trying to get used to a man that's 10 years my junior sitting in a seat that I thought would be mine one of these days. And I know that I handled that wrong. And I'm sorry. I love these boys. I love his team. And I'm not going to do anything to stand in the way of it. I'm not going to do anything to hurt it. I know y'all got a real good chance to go to state. What are you doing? It's my resignation. Oh, come on. What the hell are you doing? Hey, it's too hard as it is. Thanks for the beer. It was, that was a nice move. Kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of and you can that... see that the wheels are turning, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like thinking about where his rhetoric has come from and like yeah, recognizing like his bias. Exactly. Um but I do think that's interesting interesting especially cuz we all three just talked about it and recognize that we grew up in a pretty coddled white environment and he's that's what he's talking about is mm-hmm. that you know you are a byproduct of in some ways some things that you can't control. You know, I can't control that I was born in Texas or the community that I was put in as a child. Um, but we can control as adults the way we reflect on them. And yeah. I did, I also loved kind of hearing him work through that process and being like, it came from my family. It's hard to shake. It's something I have to actively work on. And I agree to that. Yeah. Um, or I guess I he also didn't thought like it was, commit to it, but it seemed right. like he did. Uh, he's maybe starting to. Yeah. Um, I also thought it was interesting that he brought up that he integrated the team, which I don't think we knew before that, um, that he was the one to do that. Interesting, though, because that also kind of threw up a red flag for me, though, just Uh, because just because you integrated the team, as we learned a lot from last week um, from our amazing guest, Leah, um, talking about how redlining and racism played a huge role in how they integrated Texas cities and teams um, in order to favor football districts yeah. and things. No, that's that's exactly what I was about to say. Okay. It's like, you know, I kind of like, because coach is not there either. And he's yeah. like using that as an example. And it's like, well, no, you just wanted like good players. Like that doesn't yeah. mean that you're, you know, super open. And, like he didn't do it because his heart was bleeding for them, I doubt. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Um, I think they, he integrated the team to make a strong team. And he made it clear that that's how he, his brain works by his, yeah. in his original statement. Um, but I did think it was nice of him to resign. I, I kind of almost felt story-wise, like writing-wise, they could have mm-hmm. tied that up and let him resign. I, I didn't. I wasn't thrilled with him coming back just as a writing yeah, mechanism. I wasn't either. I could have I been happy to see him go. Yeah, Me too. It would have it been better overall. But yeah. this scene is important. And mm-hmm. actually do that kind of inner work, that understanding bias 
it was important because that's, you know, growing up in Texas, that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the, we often hear, I'm not racist. I'm not right yet. Well, mom, yeah, yeah you are. <laughs> and like, it's not up to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I always tell my parents. I'm like, you're not the one who's deciding what is or isn't racist. Right. Right. You don't right. get to say that that what you said wasn't or was. <laughs> right. Right. It's totally. impact. Right. Exactly. Impact. And it's just the social structure. Like, we're just a part of it. Like. There's a difference between being personally racist and just like recognizing your part in a racist system. Exactly. Yes. But I also think that that's something that the older generation particularly has a hard time separating. Hard time grasping. Yeah. Yeah. Really take it personally. (laughs) When I was home before Thanksgiving, I actually met up with my father and my stepmom asked me like, what is this Black Lives Matter? (laughs) What is this? Hullabaloo. So, and I just, and my dad got like pretty real with me and was like, you know, I, I know that we, that I grew up racist and that I, I said the N word a lot around you and it was usually in jest. And I know that that's bad now. So like even my dad is having these like moments. A reckoning. Self, yeah. A reckoning and self-reflection. Awesome. And, you know, I feel like mine did too more yeah. than I, exp- I mean, it was small, but very earnest. And um, he worked on it and read and, you know, tried to change his perspective. And I feel like he budged a little bit. And I yeah. respect that. I know we had some cool conversations um, this year, my parents and I did. And speaking of that, I want to play the scene of Mama Williams with Smash, because this is this like directly related to a conversation I had with my mom recently. And I want to talk about it. Yes. Here we go. Let's get some Liz. Let's do it. Because I really I really need to talk to you. Okay. Miss Mac McGill, miss. It's all this done. You hear me? (laughs) No, no, it can't be done. I started all this. I'm up to my neck in it, but it's my fight. Plus, everybody taking their cues off of me. Look, I got to stand firm and be their leader. You quitting football to try and make a point about racism in a small Texas town? That ain't the Million Man March. You are 17, and you got a brilliant future ahead of you, and I'm not going to sit here and watch you throw it away trying to teach a lesson to a bunch of fools. You know how you get back at people that think like Mac McGill? You get back on their team. You play like the star that you are, and you get recruited by an A-list university. Go on and get your degree. Now you get up from here, get you something to eat, and get your butt in the bed, because you're going to that game tomorrow. What about everybody who said they weren't going to play? You a leader, honey. They'll follow you. And I'm crying. <laughs> yeah, and I can literally hear my mom going, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in my head just at what she's saying because and it's uh, interesting because it's so cool to hear from a person of color of that generation because it's really not about if you're white or you're black that generation is like you just need to prove yourself you need to get out there you need to be the best mm-hmm. where our generation is a little more like but we're there's all this systematic things and we need to mm-hmm. you know and I think there's a happy medium and like because my mom and I were talking about you know if with like jobs and recruiting and with theater or whatever if you want to make things more diverse that's really positive but also like the best man should win you know it should mm-hmm. be the best person not just if you're trying to fill you know a need but i think there's a happy medium in between those two things and i think there's a happy medium between smash and mama williams and, and this statement that he's making but it's also like don't hurt your future for things that mm-hmm. you know you've kind of made your statement so now right. go be the best but she's also not telling him to drop it which i like she's saying yeah. like i'm proud of you for what you did like you're a leader of, for these members of this community now that follow you you've like made a statement and like now like tie it off 
uh, yeah. you know, finish it up and show them what you're made of. Yeah. And so I like that. I like I love that as well. But I do mm-hmm. also, I've thought about that before. Like I remember right after Trump was elected and uh, there was like a women's, um, his name was Trump. He's like orange. Oh, he was. Oh yeah. He was the president for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Ah. Remember we don't really yeah. talk about it, but I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Moving on. <laughs> um, but I remember there was like talk. I don't remember if it happened or not, but there was talk of like a full women's day walkout um, of work. And I remember oh, posting yeah. something being like, Let's not walk out. Let's, <laughs> Let's not keep like, working. Sacrifice what like we're so va- women are so valuable in this world that we shouldn't be sitting on the sidelines to prove a point. Like go yeah. to work, work hard, show them um yeah. why you matter in that world without having to take yourself out of it. Hmm. Um and I felt like that was kind of the sentiment uh, that yeah. Mama Smash was giving and I loved it. Also, as usual, flawlessly delivered. Delivered, <sighs> yeah. I would love to chat with her for a number of reasons, but I'm also Mm -hmm. curious because, like you said, Monica, it's interesting to hear from a person of color of that generation. But we have to remember that these are also possibly white writers. um, True. And Mm -hmm. that I don't know how much, you know, we still can't like fully attribute this as like a voice uh, of minorities or somebody. Unless. True. But I'd be really curious to hear, especially about these episodes, like what the writer's room was like and who was involved in like developing this story because it does yeah. feel really authentic and powerful. Yeah, we should look into that and talk about it next episode. Kind yeah. of dig into the writers of this episode and last episode. Mm. <clears throat> love that. Love it. Love um, it. But yeah, and I loved watching them all walk up to the bus. Yes, so I'm going to play that scene. This is part two of Musician's Corner. Um, this is where we hear that Explosions in the Sky song. I yeah. thought it was super powerful, so I'm going to play a little clip of it. Listen, sir. No, you listen. I'm here, but that don't change a thing. I know who you are. Yeah, that totally lines up with, with what you were saying. You're like, no, I'm here for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you still screwed up and like. Yeah, this, I kind of forgot know, about that line. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. I know who you are. And he says, he's like, I'm here, but nothing changes. Like, yeah, it doesn't change you. this. You still yeah. have to do the work. Yeah, um, exactly. I'm not changing, but I'm telling you to change. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which is my favorite thing to say <laughs> yes. to other people. <laughs> I'm right. You're wrong. I'm not changing. You are. You are. Get on board. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that me, was a super you. powerful moment. And then we go to the game and it is crazy. It is. I've this, never this seen a game is horrible. like that. <laughs> I know. It was intense. I like that we saw a game like this, though, because we really haven't with like, you know, yeah. really angry fans and that they, there was, was so much. It was an away game, too. Yeah. And that weird, like they were ahead at this point, so they get the win, but it's a very bittersweet victory. Yes, yeah. agreed. Um but it was pretty intense when coach is like, we're just going to give our bags and we're going to walk out. I yeah. was like scared. I was like, go get on the bus. Get on the bus. Hurry. There's so much popcorn <laughs> being thrown. <laughs> Don't get popcorn in your eye. 
But yeah, so we see them walk out and we feel like they're safe um, on the bus. And then, and then we get Mr. State Trooper. Yeah. So let's talk. I want to talk about this because this is kind of what resolves the Mac thing and makes Mac and Smash um, kind of make up or whatever. Smash. What, what did <laughs> I say? <laughs> Nothing. I was just making a celebrity name for the Mac and Smash. A smack. 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 Um, I, I like it. Smack is back. <laughs> smack is back. No, Smack is canceled. Smack is canceled. Um, but yeah, it's a little... It's He did the right thing in... Obviously, in if this was reality, like obviously the state trooper is at fault and Max gonna call it out and that's all good and well but right and they the can't writing, somebody for something they did on a, the football field. I know unless they like stabbed somebody right, right. I know I that was also are. weird but the writing of this being the resolution was definitely eh, and that he's lackluster. the white savior and like he he did the right thing which is like the easiest thing he possibly could have done yeah to be like, like no <laughs> yeah just <laughs> you tell can't the get cop on the bus. that he didn't have a warrant <laughs> right and, you know, maybe that's to show that it's it's sparking change in him and whatever. But I don't think this storyline continues beyond this episode. Not that it really needed to, but I just like to think that there is more to his growth than just that moment. And we're all good. I know. I do, too. Yeah. I think that that was the weakest part of this episode was that yeah. um, we kind of ended on that. And I could tell. I I don't know. It was hard to it was hard to tell if it was intentionally lackluster or if it really was just a byproduct of the times and they fully intended that to like feel like a real resolution. I know. Yeah, I agree. Lackluster and- is absolutely the, <laughs> the right word for it. <laughs> I did my wordly wise. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wasn't thrilled by that scene either. either. I mean, it was fun to watch. It was like, you know, they did a great job with making it intense in the music. Yeah. And, um, but definitely was white savory. And, and I don't feel like it really showed any growth or movement other than that yeah. justice before he loves the team and wants to protect them. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. So kind of a meh ending, but still but we powerful. Get to end we get to not end. Not meh yes. after that. I wrote Matt and Julie are Facebook official. I wrote <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's play this yes. super sweet scene. And don't forget to picture Julie wrapped up in her adorable blanket. While yes, you're please don't forget. It's important. <laughs> Can I? Um, I was really worried about you on the field. Uh, you, you, don't, you don't need to worry about me. I, in a fight, I just kind of stand in the back and just yell stuff. <laughs> uh, I got this for you. It's beautiful. It's my birthday. Look, we kind of been going out for a while, but we never really made it official. Uh, Will you be my girlfriend? Oh my gosh. Hey, yes. Oh, his little accent. So, I know. I know. Be my girlfriend. And a stutter. So cute. I love that. was the cutest. And I love that. I love that the like the gift worked like she really loved it. And like it was like special because it was, you know, her birthstone that apparently Matt knows about. And <laughs> <laughs> Amethyst. Amethyst. 
Wait, what's everyone's birthstones? Although we know Monica's. Yes. Jay, what's yes. yours? I'm a sapphire. Ooh, I've Ooh, always been jealous. jealous of sapphire. Wait, which month is it? September. Ooh. I know. I'm emerald, which is fine. Oh, oh emerald's you love cool. An emerald. Yeah, it's okay. I guess it's like Oz. Yeah, one short day, honey. Right. <laughs> yeah. But sapphire, yeah, sapphire wins, sapphire I think. That's like the coolest cool. one. Yeah. I really do just, love the sapphire moment. The sapphire <laughs> moment. It's just like the coolest word. Also, <laughs> like, I went to a performing arts high school and, like, you know, like school rings and stuff, like, usually, like, when you're on the football team and, like, like Letterman jackets and, like, the things that oh, yes. with, like, being an actual, like, Texas, like, I don't know, public school. Like, we did that at our performing arts school. And so I remember, like, my oh, sapphire, yeah. like, ring, but it, like, one side was, like, dance and the other one was like jesus <laughs> you know, oh my gosh like, yes football and you know was, yeah. i love that's that. amazing and then i don't that's even all know. you need dance and jesus exactly dance and jesus. unless you're mormon you separate those things. <laughs> yeah that's right that's a conflict yes love it um yes that scene resolved um the little bit of irritation i had at how they did max storyline i loved ending it on that it was so cute and, cozy. and i love that she there was the kiss and then a hug just I that know. combo was so sweet they were just like so excited like like yes let's do this yes. <laughs> and i loved yeah, also when tyra's telling her like maybe wait one more time to call him back she goes tyra i do like him like i love that too i do want I've, to like get back together with him <laughs> i felt that way sometimes when i'm talking with girlfriends like when i was younger yes. and i'm i'm pretty easygoing and I've made poor decisions with men but I often <laughs> I like to be the bigger person and I don't like to play games and stuff I'm just like if yeah. I'm nice to them I'm doing the right thing and right you can't regret it if you're just being a nice person well and we love I have girlfriends who may, try to get me to be meaner and I'm just yeah. like you know what I just don't want to be <laughs> I'm sorry right we love our lady friends but I mean and I'm guilty of this on the opposite end it's like he is the worst like yes he I be do murdered. too <laughs> Oh, the games of love. <laughs> My yes. best friend, shout out Jenny and I. Um, so, you know, in Lord of the Rings, the Balrog, the giant fiery monster that eats Gandalf. <laughs> I can't wait it's to like see the, where this it's goes. Only in, it's only in the, it's like in the first movie. Everyone knows that Gandalf dies. Okay. He gets eaten by this giant fiery monster. Sure. It's called the Balrog. Okay. He lives in the mines of Moria. It's fine. Um, <laughs> But when Jenny and I are done with whatever, like, bow we're talking to, we joke to each other that we throw them to the ball rock. <laughs> so whenever she goes through a, ba- a breakup, she's like, Ooh, we have not fed the ball rock in a while. Let's throw this guy in. He's <laughs> done. <laughs> we're like, she's hungry. <laughs> That's so nerdy and fun. Uh, have y'all ever, like, thrown an ex's things in fire? Or does that only happen on, like, sitcoms? I think I, I burned an ex's stuff once in college, but it was, like, not as fun as it as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, the looks. I remember I went through a breakup. I was 21 years old. Ooh, those are the hard and, ones. Right? Mm. And my friend Nicole, um, who was doing a show with me at the time, came over to the apartment. And she was like, it is so important. We have to find something of his and put it in this bowl and light it on fire. She's like, like we have to, like truly, I think we like yeah. found a magazine of oh, his yeah. or something and just like ripped a page out and put it in a bowl and burned it. But she was like very adamant about me doing this <laughs> as like a moment. And I know she was like, how do you feel? And you're like, still really sad. Like, like, we I just set, something set on the fire, fire alarm off. <laughs> right. <laughs> a little I Ron Swanson. The key to throwing or getting ready with ex-wife effigy is to throw it from a safe safe distance. distance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I think I like 
I feel like I remember me and my girlfriends maybe burning like a pair of boxers or something once. <laughs> Um, but it wasn't that fun. Now I just have like a little box of old boys things. Old boys things. I never look at it, but it's there. It lives in my closet. It's there. <laughs> you have a Rory box? It's a Rory box. Anyway, um, I want to play a couple um, short Landry clips as we yes. close this out for our little stray observation section. Because I was hoping Please. you pulled a bunch of the little ones. Yes. So here were two of my favorites. Okay, man. First off, um, you gotta act like you've been to just a million strip clubs. Like, see her, like naked ladies. That's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so good. Oh my gosh, can we uh, make this a new segment now that we're gonna start getting more of Landry, where we just call ooh. it like Landry Lags or something yes. at the end, Landry we just play Limerick's. all of his weird little clips. Oh. Yes, I love it. He's so this good. Was, he's it, it and it just like gets better like it's yes just, he just gets better he just keeps going um so this was when they're in the um the dressing room sorry about this can i catch some singles well you want to see us for i mean for tips matt these are these women are out here working hard right i mean they're like yeah just, were you born in a barn matt just go just go you want any nachos <laughs> he goes you, you want, want any nachos, nachos? two dollars <laughs> <laughs> i love him See, I did too. these producers and these writers, they knew they had something good with Mr. Landry. They, they did. did. Jesse Plemons. Oh, what a, a king. Uh, a king. I hope all us. of y'all have read that article that we've posted a couple of times. It's really so good if you want to yeah. read about Jesse Plemons. See, there was a big New York Times piece on him, and it's so well done. Yeah, Jay that. talks about how he, like, yeah. you know, how everyone is obsessed with him now and, and that he really got to um, grow in the context of Friday Night Lights and, like, find out who he was and he's yeah. just such he's such a like natural actor like he's one of those that just like embodies the role and but he ooh. talks about how hard he has to work though yes like, it's not that he just like to walks seem on, effortless yeah to seem effortless wow. like how much he puts into it um and all the actors talk about the show in such a loving way they all say it was like how they pictured making movies would be when they were kids cool. and they got to friday night lights and they were like that's, this is what I thought it was going to be like. <laughs> and then they would exactly. go to other sets and be like, oh, this is this so sucks. lame. This and so it. a lot of them realized, like, looking back at Friday Night Lights, that it was, like, really, like, the idyllic um, situation to learn how to be an actor and build a show. Well, and it translates, yeah. too, as, like, three yeah. native Texans were watching this being like, yep, that's Texas culture. Real. Yeah. Right? That's it. Nailed that's it. That's it. That's Texas. <laughs> oh, home. Oh, I love it. Banjo out. Quick banjo uh, sesh. All right. Do y'all have any more strays before we rate the episode? Let's see. Oh, there was one smash line that cracked me up. <laughs> you don't need to pull it, but it was at the beginning, kind of, when he's talking to the team. Um, and they're all like, man, I have like got a scholarship and stuff. His only response is he doesn't like explain himself. He just goes, y'all need to stop tripping. <laughs> and then it has, it has like a hard cut. I love it. I don't know why it just cracked me up. Y'all need to stop tripping. Stop tripping. I loved when they were in the jail cell. They're like, your parents are here or whatever. And Matt goes, my grandma's here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're like, Mr. And Mrs. What's Landry's name? Clark will vouch Clark, for you Clark, or whatever. Yeah. And then I also loved when they're like, Julie has to stay. Matt like slides over and he's like, oh, well, then I'll stay. It's so yes. sweet. <laughs> it so was, cute. Got to get yourself a boyfriend that'll stay with you in the jail cell. Yeah, that'll slide over. There was a Tyra line that made me laugh. It was something like, um, 
do you mind if we make a stop at the women's low self-esteem palace? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tyra said that. That's amazing. She's like, I, I gotta pick remember. up some cash for my sister. Yeah, what, what was the context? I don't even remember, but I remember that made me laugh. I, I think don't she either. was... Oh, I think that I think was she just was the, saying she needed to pick something up from her sister. And so she was just like, can we oh, stop right. by the, <laughs> at the lowest office? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. Oh, that's Tyra great. has some like really funny little throwaway lines like that. So yeah. every once in a while, I love it. Tyra and Landry, they're like the heart. Here it's they true. They are. Being and I hard. love that we see them meet kind of for the first time or like interact in this episode. It's so great. And she's just not giving him the time of day. It's I awesome. know. He's like, I'll do this for you. She's like, she's like okay. I don't care whatever, what you do. <laughs> I don't care, but okay. Hey. I think that's all my strays. Yeah. Okay. Rate so yeah, let's do it. Jay, we rate on a scale from one to 10 and then we pick something out from the episode to rate it. So like, I'm going to give this nine out of 10, you know, Matt mixtapes or something. Oh, mixtapes. Oh. I know. TBT. <sighs> Carly, you want to go? Um, yeah, I'll go. <laughs> um, I loved this episode. I thought it was really um, meaty, kind of picked up the pace a little bit from before, but we're still um, kind of, again, like slowly getting towards the climax of the season, which I'm enjoying the pace. Yeah. Um, and I liked... Um, most of the way that they address the race stuff in this episode, um, uh, obviously, other than kind of how they tied it off, I didn't love that. But everything else, I really enjoyed the conflict. Love seeing Tammy play a super pivotal role um, in molding Eric. Um, and then best of all, we get cute Matt and Julie, which is always, and Landry, which is always my favorite, that like trio. Yes. Um, whenever they're up to no good. Mm-hmm. Um but I am going to dink a few points just because I think we could have moved forwards a little bit more. And I didn't love the coach, the end of the coach Max stuff. So I'm going to yeah. give it a six and a half out of 10. Okay. Six and a half out of 10 amethyst birthstones. Mm, perfect. That Matt knows about. <laughs> that Matt definitely knows <laughs> Matt about. Matt definitely knows about. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I do think... The pace has been really good up into up into these kind of final episodes of the season. I like that we had this storyline over two episodes um, so we could really dig in and kind of hear from all the characters and kind of where they're at on the spectrum. Um, but yeah, I didn't love how it resolved. And um, yeah, I, that was really my only beef with this episode was that part of it. But we do get a lot of Landry. We get to see Tammy be anti-racist and it's awesome. Um, and I loved that coach moment with everything hangs in the balance um <laughs> that was a good eric taylor it, oh thank Very you good. yes i think i have to like not think about it you know yeah yeah can't get in your head can't get in my head about Truly. it so um yeah and then of course i love the matt and julie stuff um it just that moment was just like a perfect like i'm being so girly and just like <laughs> geeking out on this like it was just such a sweet moment um and i love that we ended the episode with that so I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 smacks. Nice. Smash and max celeb name. Sex. Smacks. All right, Jay, let's hear it. Let's hear well, it. because you had me come back to this series that I've so missed. I mean, I yes. fell in love with it so right? hardcore a few it's years ago. So back. cozy. Um, so just because you brought me back to it and mm. we were dealing with some race issues and we had some anti-racism from Miss Connie Britton, um, I'm going to give it a strong... Eight out of ten. Yes. Yes. Um, concussions. 
Yes. <laughs> tubing concussions. Yes. Exactly. Tubing concussions. <laughs> Football concussions, tubing concussions. All of the concussions. Uh, all the concussions. I love that. Well, I hope you keep watching. It's we've yeah. had so much fun rewatching. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure. It's been very cozy um to be in Dylan world lately yes. for me. <laughs> and you know, I tend to watch things like crazy. We're big bingers over here, but it's been fun to have to just walk watch it very slowly. <laughs> and like pick apart everything. It's been really fun. Um, it has been cool to piecemeal it. Yeah, that, yeah, you're right. We don't usually do that. And Jay, you got to continue <laughs> so you can come back for season two yes, and break down another episode. I know, I know. I need to. Yeah. We kn- I know exactly what I want you back on for. <laughs> you do? <laughs> uh oh. Which one? And it's it going to involve. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no spoilers on this. All right. So, Jay, where can people find you? What do you want to plug? What are you working on? Uh, people can find me on social media, um, J underscore A underscore Johnson, because I want to make your life a living hell when you're typing in my <laughs> handle. <laughs> um, but that's on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, as of now, um, I don't really have anything going on. Um, I was about to if, say, if, if you have something to yeah. share, because... Or share something you're into right now. <laughs> yeah, or um, just, yeah. I'm... I'm well you know what you can still watch my if you if you're feeling like you want to revisit some Halloween realness you can actually still watch my um Halloween film that's uh for Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS you can still donate to Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS they launched the COVID emergency assistance fund which is helping a lot of artists in this time um that are falling on some hard times so um go back and watch the Halloween film there's uh it's fun and it's exciting and we worked hard and donate to Broadway Cares yes yes we'll we'll definitely post those things so people can find it yes and of course you can follow us as usual at TX Forever Pod on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to join our new Facebook fan group, the yes. Friday Night Lights Panther Pride. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, Jay, um, you're getting an invite. Yeah, bring yes, it on. Yes, personal invite. <laughs> so into um, it. It's an open forum, so yes. feel free to post as many pictures of Smash or Riggins as your little heart desires. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, yes. It's fun. <laughs> it's great content. Um, so yeah, join our new little club. And then also we have a fun website coming your way. We do. This week. By the time you are listening to this, it will be live. So yes. okay, um, okay. enjoy. It's txforeverpod.com. Yeah, we're consistent over here. Yeah, you can catch all of our episodes. You can see all the fun pictures we post, like, along with the episodes and learn more about Monica and I. And yeah, yeah. we're excited. And the holidays are coming up. So be jolly. Yes, please. <laughs> Do it. Be jolly. Lower your expectations and you will be jolly. I promise. <laughs> that's a that, that's our life advice for y'all this yes. week. Just lower your expectations <laughs> and everything will be fine. <laughs> oh, love it. Alrighty, clear eyes, full hearts, can't, can't lose. Oh, love it. A little sultry, can't lose there. I know it's a li- like, er, bye y'all. <laughs> bye y'all. <laughs> All my friends were vampires. Didn't know they were vampires. Turns out I was a vampire myself. Devil Town